Hello and God bless you today. I'm Rachel Martin, reader in Chapelfields Hub, and it's Thursday the 11th of March. Today we are reading from the book of Daniel, chapter 3, verses 8 to 30, from the New Revised Standard Version. Accordingly, at this time, certain Chaldeans came forward and denounced the Jews. They said to King Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. You, O king, have made a decree that everyone who hears the sound of the horn, pipe, lyre, trigon, harp, drum, an entire musical ensemble shall fall down and worship the golden statue. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall be thrown into a furnace of blazing fire. There are certain Jews whom you have appointed over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. These pay no heed to you, O king. They do not serve your gods and they do not worship the golden statue that you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar, in furious rage, commanded that Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego be brought in. So they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods and you do not worship the golden statue that I have set up? Now, if you are ready, when you hear the sound of the horn, pipe, lyre, trigon, harp, drum, an entire musical ensemble to fall down and worship the statue that I have made, well and good. But if you do not worship, you shall immediately be thrown into a furnace of blazing fire. And who is the God that will deliver you out of my hands? Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego answered the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to present a defence to you in this matter. If our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the furnace of blazing fire and out of your hand, O king, let him deliver us. But if not, be it known to you, O king, that we will not serve your gods and we will not worship the golden statue that you set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was so filled with rage against Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego that his face was distorted. He ordered the furnace to be heated up seven times more than was customary and ordered some of the strongest guards in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego and to throw them into the furnace of blazing fire. So the men were bound, still wearing their tunics, their trousers, their hats, and their other garments, and they were thrown into the furnace of blazing fire. Because the king's command was urgent, and the furnace was so overheated, the raging flames killed the men who lifted Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. But the three men, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, fell down bound into the furnace of blazing fire. Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished and rose up quickly. He said to his counsellors, was it not three men that we threw bound into the fire? They answered the king, True, O king. He replied, But I see four men, unbound, walking in the middle of the fire, and they are not hurt, and the fourth has the appearance of a god. Nebuchadnezzar then approached the door of the furnace of blazing fire and said, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, Come out, come here. So Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego came out from the fire. 
and the satraps, the prefects, the governors and the king's counsellors gathered together and saw that the fire had not had any power over the bodies of those men. The hair of their heads was not singed, their tunics were not harmed and not even the smell of fire came from them. Nebuchadnezzar said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, who has sent his angel and delivered his servants who trusted in him. They disobeyed their king's command and yielded up their bodies rather than serve and worship any god except their own god. Therefore I make a decree. Any people, nation or language that utters blasphemy against the god of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego shall be torn limb from limb and their houses laid in ruins, for there is no other god who is able to deliver in this way. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego in the province of Babylon. Our reflection today is called Being Thrown into the Fire. This is a wonderful Bible story which I first heard as a child. There are many stories in the first half of the book of Daniel, known as court stories and told amongst the Jews in exile. Two others that spring to mind are Belshazzar's Feast in chapter 5 and Daniel in the Lion's Den, chapter 6. Tell these stories to your children and grandchildren. So today we are looking at being thrown into the fire, the story which some know as the blazing fiery furnace. I'm going to explain the background a little and draw out a few points for us to think about. The story starts at the beginning of chapter 3, when we hear that King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon made a golden statue which was incredibly tall. Could it have been a likeness of himself? At the dedication of the statue, the decree was first announced that everyone had to fall down and worship the statue when the music played or be thrown into a blazing fiery furnace to certain death. Some Chaldeans... Chaldeans being the ethnic term for Babylonians, reported Daniel's friends, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, as these three were not bowing down to the statue when the music played and they were continuing to worship the one true God, the God of the Bible, our God. Daniel and his three friends were Jews in exile in Babylon, which is present-day Iraq. And they'd found favour with the court and had been promoted to high positions of leadership, with Daniel even higher in prominence than his three friends. But it didn't change the fact that these four were from an ethnic minority and different religion, in exile from Judah, which is Jerusalem and the surrounding area. And the prejudiced court officials didn't waste any time in denouncing Daniel's friends. Daniel himself wasn't involved at this point, but his day would come when he had to face the lion's den. Chapter 5 And by the way, the trigon, mentioned as one of the musical instruments, is is another form of a lyre or a triangular harp, and not trigon, the fictional supervillain, which is what Google told me at first. So... What can we learn from this story? 
Nothing was going to stop Daniel's three friends from worshipping God. They were in exile in a strange land and now facing an extreme threat but they chose to trust God to deliver them. Even if God chose not to deliver them, still they would trust in him. We all know desert experiences and there are times when we are going through a rough time and then face an even greater trial or threat. There seems no end to our troubles. What is our attitude to God at such a time? Do we trust in him to be with us through our deepest, darkest times when we cannot see a way ahead? Are we willing to throw in our lot with him even when there appears to be no end to sadness, oppression or abuse? I'm reminded of the spirituals which the African slaves sang in captivity, sometimes based on psalms. Think of By the Waters of Babylon or There is a Balm in Gilead. I'd rather listen to these songs in worship and not the ancient Babylonian orchestra. God was with them in the fire and delivered them. Daniel's three friends said to the king, Even if our God doesn't deliver us, we will still not serve your gods or worship the golden statue. They were prepared to be disobedient and become martyrs. But God was with them. They were thrown into the furnace bound, but their shackles came loose, and there appeared a fourth man in the fire with them, an angel and they escaped unharmed. Can you think of a time when you had to go through a crucible of suffering, but God loosened your chains and brought you through unharmed? Isaiah 43 verse 2 talks of trials of water and fire, and this prophet's writings would be known to the Jews in exile. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. We cannot always escape unharmed, but when we do, let's praise our God and thank him for saving us. The king's life was transformed after he saw God at work. Never underestimate the power of God to transform the lives of others. The king of Babylon witnessed to the work of God in the lives of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. He saw for himself what God had done. He also saw the fourth man in the fire, the angel. We might say it was Jesus himself, God in the flesh, God with us. We may find it the hardest thing in the world to talk naturally about God and our Lord Jesus with those we meet. But our love for our Lord is contagious anyway. We may not realise the impression we have left. If we are faithful in worshipping our Lord day in, day out, through thick and thin, perhaps closeness to our Lord may show on our faces or be revealed in our peaceful demeanour. A few kind words to someone we meet in the street, or a gift to a friend, or helping our neighbour, All these things change the lives of others. 
We often don't know what trials others are going through and how great their need, but God knows, and God will speak to people through our actions. And when we are asked to explain the hope within us, God will give us the words. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for those in exile from their home country. For all who live in a war-torn land. For those who don't have enough to eat or clean water to drink. All who are fearful because disease is round about them. Those mourning the death of a loved one. Bring them unharmed out of the fire. Help us to be faithful in worshipping you. Thank you for listening and enjoy your day.